Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. You know how it goes. Your smart speakers, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Key, this is what I want to know this morning. Uh-huh. One more day until Friday? <laughs> that- have you, have you <laughs> given up on your Dodgers Ooh. like you did the other day when they were losing late in the game? And I told you, relax. I gave you that, Roger, relax. Yeah, but I don't, I don't listen to you when it comes to that type of stuff. That's Max, the problem. Just, I'm trying to help you. I can't listen to a, a, a person tell me to relax when we're down and we're trying to make a comeback. R-E-L-A. That's crazy, man. A. But Tell him they, a. they did make the comeback. They're down three one. How are you feeling now? They're not down good. one. You know, down two games. I'm How you cool. feeling? No, you're not. I'm cool. <laughs> we have to figure out some things. We've lost a few players, and so now we got to figure it out. I think we have enough depth to get through it. We're only three one. We got this game tonight at home, and we go to Atlanta for two to close it out. That's the mentality that That's we have right. to have. That's the, by the way, Just, Jay, I'm with them. If the Dodgers win and it's 3-2, after five games, every series ever played was 3-2 one way or another. Who cares how you got there? 3-2 is a winnable series. Yeah. Obviously, they have to win tonight. It's a must win. But they can I still think, win. I didn't think Julio would go to the mound and give up three straight jacks. I just, yeah. you know, in fact, the jacks were not giving up in one side of the field. They went, they he cleared all three. He went center, <laughs> exactly. left, they, they, and right. They had power to everywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah. You see, Max, I, I look forward to when the Dodgers lose because I get a chance to hear a Key's morning monologue mm. where he, he's talking to you, but in reality he's talking to himself. <laughs> no and you know what I mean? Yes. Like when he goes on like his thing, yeah. you can see Key at home just talking to himself, watching the game, just angry at the I, – I enjoy it. Plus, I don't want to see another dynasty built in L.A. Like, it's LA's already too enough. late for that, brother. You just want the Lakers. You want the Dodgers. Like, well, we okay. could potentially have – what would it be, the hat trick? Because we can get the Lakers, the Dodgers, and the Rams. I mean, if you, I'm not a Ram fan, but it's L.A. But if you get against. into three World Series in four years and uh, you win one, it's kind of a dynasty already. I know. And they're in the NLCS now, and they're in the middle of one. Yeah, I we, mean, that's we're, the, we're, we're good. I just didn't – well, tonight will probably be a bullpen night. Then we get Max Scherzer back in, in uh, Atlanta. And, you know, yeah. we'll see. The, the, by the way, losing Justin Turner, you lose Muncie and you, learn, you lose the corner of your infield. That's a big shot. Well, Muncie's been gone for a minute now. Yeah, but I'm saying and now you don't have Bellinger, your first baseman though. or your but third baseman. Bellinger's there, but the problem with taking Bellinger <laughs> out, around. we got to now move our outfield, put Gavin Lux's ass out there who drops balls like yeah. it's nothing. I mean, it's just, you know, but I'm, you know, hey. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Bellinger clutch, though. <laughs> Nothing to talk about. We don't need any Sports Center highlights. <laughs> there were no highlights today on the Sports Only Center. Only lowlights. Sports Center lowlights are brought to you by. And then, and then what's so bad about it, though, yep. is it was 9 to 2. So it really yeah, looked it like was, we got smashed. It was an ass whooping, yeah. Yeah, it looked like we got smashed. Yeah. It was just nothing you could do, man. Yeah, that's right. It is true what Jay what you said about Key is you can like every fan they have their own process of grieving or dealing coping with anxiety right Well at least it, 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 look you know how it is you spend money you spend all your money I spend a little bit I still have some to spend you don't have any because right. the Yankees are nowhere to be found That's true In fact they're still trying to figure out how to build a team no to way, compete No need to you know 
push other people down to build yourself no, back no, up. No, 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 no need I'm not to pushing do anybody down. They already down. <laughs> That's I'm true. Well, no need to kick they us. You just while win. we're down. Jay, yeah, I'm just Jay, already Jay. stepping on you. You can't win the World Series every year. They've won it 27 times, but you can't win it every year. That's true. Yeah, He's all right. the history with 1922 and all. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't mean anything. Yeah. Well, they won with so and so in 1922. The best team that America's ever found in baseball. I don't want to hear that. That doesn't mean anything. That was 27. And by the way, <laughs> that was 28. <laughs> It was 1961 and 1998, and there's been plenty of them. 2009 uh, was pretty good too. All right, look. <laughs> uh, what, uh, I, I, I uh, lost your train. Yeah, where of are we going? Yeah, I lost where my are we going right now? Be a part of KJM Nation on the Dr Pepper Twitter feed or call in line 888 say ESPN 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr Pepper. By the way, college football's back. So are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr Pepper. The one fans deserve. Okay, so what a lot of the you know, American sporting public's eye was on last night were the 76ers because of all the drama surrounding Ben Simmons and and the team. Uh, the Sixers beat the Pelicans last night, obviously, obviously. without Ben Simmons. Want to hear what Doc Rivers had to say sure, about the why whole not? situation? Because Simmons ain't there. Doc, what's up? Yeah, I think, like, and I keep saying that, I think for them they've been normal. The only abnormal part is when they have to talk to the media afterwards and they're asked questions. But they've been great. I'm, I'm telling you, you can't see it, uh, obviously, because you're not in the, in the practices. But for them, it's about playing basketball and growing together. And they, they've done a great job of that. I can believe that, Jay. That's why you keep Ben Simmons away. Stay away. Doc, even, you know, we cut off that sound. But the next part of that sound is him saying they focus on basketball because every day – they have to answer questions about Ben Simmons. You heard Joel Embiid say after the game last night, we got a chance to go out to dinner. We got a chance to spend time talking about life as teammates. Every other time I've traveled on the road, I go into my hotel room, I order food, and I play video games. Like, that's the leader of your team, right? So for the first time in Joel Embiid's career, you're telling me they did a team bonding experience on the road? where he actually got a chance to say, oh, it feels like this is my team now, mm. and we can kick it, mm. we can know each other? That speaks volumes about where they're do at. Do you think they talked about being at all at dinner? 1,000, Key. <laughs> you already know where it is, Key. That's going to be the one. Ben ne- Simmons is going to be the negative, one thing to bring them together. Negatively or positively that they talked about him? Uh, probably negatively. Yes, they did. Yes. 100%. And, and Jay is a, a right. You don't, he's not going to be a part of the team. This whole – everybody's sitting around waiting to see if he's going to be in the arena when they go home and play at home. It's not going to happen because if it does, then they're stupid. Right. Because all you're doing is bringing extra attention to your organization that you don't need. Jay is right. Send him on a trip until it's done. Let him go. Whatever the number is, the money's the money, whatever. Don't get caught up in that. Because you have a good team right now that could potentially make some noise. But if you start to get caught up in the distraction part of Ben Simmons, and if he's around, what's going to happen? People are going to ask. But if Mm -hmm. he's gone, you get one dev asking. That means that he's now gone, Max. He's somewhere else. Hey, Max, what do you think about what happened with Ben Simmons? Yeah, we were moving forward, blah, 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 blah. Worried about who's here. We're worried about who's here. That's it. 
Because you can't keep asking that same question. There's an old expression, don't throw good money after bad, or maybe I flipped that around, bad money after good. But the point is, a lot of this is like, well, you don't want to give them up for nothing. You should get something for them and this and that. I am going to get but, something. Yeah. Yeah, eventually. But at this moment, maybe don't throw good money after bad. Right? Like, let, I think you're right, guys. You say You stay over there. Yes. Not only is the team rallying around him, but Jay, you said a word before about Embiid. For the first time, really, he can look around and say, it's okay, mine. It's mine. this is my yes. team. And a team will take on the personality of the leader sometimes. And Embiid has a, an outgoing, kind of gregarious, fun-loving personality, at least publicly. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens now as a result of Ben Simmons' absence and Embiid's undisputed ownership of the situation. And you watch... Joel, over the last two years or so, start to take steps towards that maturity, right? Yeah. When Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal, all those guys, they challenged him. He fought back and responded to them about it. He played well last year in the playoffs, dominated, right? Finished number two in the MVP voting. Only because he missed games. Otherwise, exactly. he'd have been number he one. he got yeah. it, right? Yeah. So all these things are trending in the right direction for the mentality you want to see Joel Embiid have. I don't want to do anything to hinder that growth for Joel Embiid. No doubt. Why one NFL quarterback could be heading south. But is that the right move to make? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Houston Chronicle's John McClain is reporting that the Dolphins and Texans are nearing a trade for Deshaun Watson. (gasps) 
However, ESPN Dolphins reporter Marcel Luis Jacques tweeted, NFL landscape is fluid, but in regards to trades involving the Dolphins, Tua Tagovailoa and Deshaun Watson, a source close to the situation, texted me, quote, rumors are false, end quote. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here's Adam Schefter on the likelihood of a Texans-Dolphins-Deshaun Watson trade. We are closer to the trade deadline, 13 days away. And so if there were a deal that were going to happen, it would have to come this or next week. And these two sides have had discussions. And at various points, various people have thought a deal is going to happen, only to not have it happen. And again, you're going to have to have three different parties sign off on this deal because Deshaun Watson has no trade. So he'd have to be good with going to Miami, which I think he would be. The Dolphins would have to be good with what they'd be giving up. And the Texans, of course, would have to be good with the compensation they'd be getting back. Look, a Dolphins-Texas deal has been in play all along. John McClain has said it could happen this week, and that's certainly possible. We'll see the timing on this right now. But this is something that's also been out there for quite some time. Tua's not stupid. You know, when reports come back and say, hey, these rumors are false, everybody knows, including the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, that there's, they're trying to make some kind of deal for Deshaun Watson. I, I just wanted to state that. Everybody makes it seem like, oh, well, these rumors are false because we want to save face with Tua just in case. We don't want him to think that this you know, looming ability of a trade is on the table. Everybody knows this has been on the table for the entirety of this offseason. Yeah, in in what I would say to rumors, trades, whatever the case may be, Marcel may have his own sources within the Miami Dolphins organization that he believes and trusts in. So he would say, as a, a reporter in that particular area with that team, is that the individuals that he speaks to say the rumors are false. Obviously, the Miami Dolphins, with Tua having to have to play this weekend, he the, the distractions he don't mm-hmm. need. So to quiet those down, I get it, I understand it. But when you talk about John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, who has been in Houston for as long as I can remember covering the Houston Texans, he has his sources in Houston as well. Um, so, you know, you're going to always get whatever from the organizations in this situation. And then you got Adam Shefty right there talking about these conversations have certainly taken place. When that was, we don't know. There was no date put to it. But whether or not Deshaun Watson actually gets traded by the trade deadline to the Miami Dolphins, there is a a lot of boxes that have to be checked prior to that, which means that Stephen Ross, who is the Miami Dolphins CEO and owner of the team, has to get checked that box off to start with Jay and Max. Now, first, when you say let, let's back up just a little bit because of the allegations of was it up to twenty two mm-hmm. different women that he met on Instagram as massage therapists? Twenty two, I believe it was up to, made allegations about unwanted advances from Deshaun Watson. As a result of that, is an outstanding legal and obviously ethical and moral issue, right? There could be feelings about, first of all, it's unresolved, so you don't know if, when, if and when he's going to play. And secondly, people may have an issue with him coming to town. So when you say check boxes, Key, you mean the owner, obviously every owner has to check a box, but who else well, has not to? Well, every owner doesn't have to check a box. Okay. Sometimes the authority 
goes to the president or the general manager of the team because the owners hold hands in professional sports. But not in this in, case. In this case, because of the severity of what we are dealing with, the owner has to check the box. The owner is married. She has to check the box, the wife. They probably have kids. I don't know if they have kids, but let's assume he does. His kids are probably going to have to check the box because they don't want to hear from their friends, why would your dad do this? And you go down to the president of the team, the, the, the general manager of the team, his family, all of these boxes need to be checked before you even get to the head coach to check the box that he wants to bring this particular distraction into the locker room. Now, look, do I anticipate Deshaun, if he is traded to play quarterback for the Miami Dolphins this year, if he's traded by the trade deadline? No, I don't anticipate that. But it's like an investment in this case, in this situation. You're done with Tua. You're done with it. So you're moving him. Jacoby Brissett could take you through the rest of the season until your star quarterback is cleared or whatever is worked out to a situation that he can now get back on the field for you. Because the last thing you need is to bring Deshaun into the locker room and have distractions not only in your locker room but also on the outside where there are going to be groups and people that will – be there picketing and, and all the w- women rights and all the different things that come with this sort of situation, right or wrong. Public opinion is one thing. And you have to be able to look at that as an organization and also have the right people in place in the organization to give Deshaun the necessary guidance and help that he will need. An organization has been pretty good at doing things like that. The Philadelphia Eagles, they went a- under Andy Reid. They had to make a calculated decision on whether or not to bring in different different situation mm-hmm. to a degree, but kind of, you know, the same where you had an off-the-field issue with Michael Vick. They had to make a calculated decision, Jay, to bring in Michael Vick and make a decision, hey, can we handle there, the pressure there, that's going to be coming sec, from the outside in? There are a couple of things, Jay, and then I just well, – number one, Michael Vick has, had paid his debt, so to speak, right? He, he had an – Didn't matter, though. But – there's a, the difference here is none of this has been resolved. We don't know what the yes. outcome is going to be. And I would say this. People's past behavior will have an impact on their future opportunities. But I would say it doesn't mean you just throw them away, right? Second chances are important, depending on the severity of what they did. And let's find out all that happened. But that's unresolved. So to me, Jay, the thing that I would look for here in terms of what Miami, how they're forecasting what's going to happen with those issues is honestly sounds bad, but like what are they willing to give up for Deshaun Watson? If it's Tua and a, and a first-round pick, they have reason to believe that Deshaun Watson will be able to play again in the not-too-distant future. If it's Tua and a sixth-round pick or something, then they think we don't know, but this is worth a, a lottery ticket from their point of view. Key, if you're Stephen Ross, you're the owner of the Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins, and you do make this – move you make this gamble on Deshaun Watson you obviously know that's going to you know once this trial period starts accusations start getting out there people start talking about it more and more you start hearing from the women individually and their stories how do you manage that how 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 would you manage that as an owner for Deshaun Watson and for your team all the distractions that would come along with that. Well, first of all, you got to have the right people in place, right? So to start with, 
I'm spending whatever it's going to cost from an investigation standpoint on my own team of investigators to do their due diligence to bring it back to me and my people so we can look it over and make an educated decision on whether or not we move forward with this. On top of that, now you have to have the right people from a crisis management standpoint in your building that can handle the particular particular backlash and fallout. And that's what I spoke to a little while ago is that there's going to be this. And I understand Max is saying that uh, Michael Vick paid his debt to society. And de- no, it doesn't matter. does not matter because people still felt a certain way about what mm-hmm. happened with the dogs and how they were treated. And those are just dogs and animals. And they went nuts. These are human beings and women. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a little bit of a different situation. Are you willing as an organization to take on the potential fallout from that. I mean, it's not like all men are your fans and all men are only the ones in the stadium and working for you. You have women that are in the building that are serving and working under your guys. By the way, real quick, because we got to, we got to, we got to move on. But we got to pay some bills. We got to pay some bills, Key. You know how please, that goes. Please don't use that 1965 radio. We have to pay anymore. some bills here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Back, back after this. Um, you're, you're right that people still felt a certain kind of way about Vic. My point in making the distinction is simply that he had there was due process there. He actually did jail time. The whole thing. In this case, nothing has been resolved. That's, what, that's the distinction I'm making. It is unresolved. All fair points. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Coming up next, the Cleveland Browns might get burnt without Baker. We'll tell you why tonight's game versus the Broncos is so crucial for them. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. It is time. You hear the music. You know what that means. What does it, it mean? It means it's time for the no huddle. All right. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN. It's two. It's time to go to no huddle. The Broncos and Browns play tonight on Thursday night football, but the Browns will be without Baker Mayfield due to a torn labrum. How are the Broncos reacting to not having to face Baker? Here's ESPN Broncos reporter Jeff Legwald. Broncos believed one of two scenarios would likely play out with Baker Mayfield given the nature of his injury. They believed he would either not play, as is the case Thursday night, or they believed he would not be able to finish the game. So they have done plenty of work on what they believe the offense will look like with Case Keenum behind center. And there are at least three Bronco defensive starters, Von Miller, Justin Simmons, and Shelby Harris, who were with the Broncos in 2018, when Keenum was the quarterback, so they know him well. Key, do you believe him? Do you believe that, the, that they're really preparing for Keenum? And if so, how does that affect you preparing, especially on a short week? Well, you always prepare for the backup quarterback, the backup players. It's a depth chart. That's why it's there. You, you look at the first team, the second team guys, and you, you're prepared because you just never know, especially with an injury to Baker Mayfield who could, fin- could – what if Baker Mayfield starts and couldn't finish the game in case Keenum comes in? There's going to be a certain package of plays if Case Keenum was not – accustomed to this offense. Here's the caveat to that, though. He led the Minnesota Vikings into the playoffs several years ago Thank when he was you. the quarterback as the backup when Sam Bradford was injured. So with who is his, With who on the coaching staff, by the way? Kevin Stefanski. Stefanski. And so with that being said, you prepare for him because he knows the system. This is not a package of plays for a guy. This is the entire playbook. Yeah. Let, let me say this. Let it happen tonight that OBJ decides to play. And him and Case Keenum actually have chemistry. All the guys out for the Browns, they find a way to win this game, and they find chemistry. It will be Baker Mayfield to the Miami Dolphins, or Baker Mayfield to the Denver Broncos, or Baker Mayfield to the Detroit Lions, or Baker Mayfield. There's no great fit, is there? Um, Yeah, look. 
with we get we're, we're gonna get back. You to guys that. got me um, selling stuff. I feel so dirty. We're, we're not like, getting back to that. I don't like yeah. That just doesn't. I no, need bleach after that. Guys, conversation. there are <laughs> all over my body. <laughs> you need to get clean. There are questions surrounding Germs Teddy ready. Bridgewater's future in Denver. Are the Broncos going to be in on the chase to land Aaron Rodgers? Here's Jeff Legwald with more. Well, most everybody knows the Broncos did dip their toe in before the draft on Aaron Rodgers. They made at least one call and were told quickly by the Green Bay Packers. Rodgers was not on the market, so they left it at that. But this is a team that will have a quarterback decision at the end of the season, given Teddy Bridgewater is on a one-year deal, and they will have plenty of cap space. And if Rodgers is indeed on the market, the Broncos will certainly take a look. Denver, the most likely landing spot for Aaron Rodgers, Key? You know, it's interesting because this was the conversation in the offseason leading into the draft or after the draft and leading into the summer that Aaron Rodgers could potentially be a landing spot. Denver could potentially be a landing spot for Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Okay, I'm tired of talking about it because I really (laughs) don't know. I believe if the Green Bay Packers win the Super Bowl, he's still staying in Green Bay. If they come up short, he probably will be on the move. Quarterbacks that win Super Bowls don't leave. Quarterbacks that get the Super Bowls and they don't want to pay them, Neil O'Donnell-ish, Pittsburgh Steelers, leaves. This situation is a little different, but that is a landing spot. The Miami Dolphins, if things don't go right with, with Deshaun Watson in a potential trade before the deadline, that's a landing spot. Whatever happens at Oakland or Las Vegas, that could be a landing spot. So there'll be four or five teams that open up. And Aaron Rodgers will be Niners, looking at Niners, I'm telling you, that's the sleeper for there's me is the Niners. There's another one yeah. that could potentially because be I always wonder, Trey Lance, is, does that have something to do with they believe if they don't love love in Green Bay, maybe they'll like Trey Lance after a year or two? Jay, is Denver a landing spot for him? I mean, all you got to do is listen to the Pat McAfee show and listen to when Aaron Rodgers drops little hints here and there. I, I honestly don't know. I'm like, Key, I have no idea. I think there are a couple, Denver, San Francisco – I also started thinking about this last night, too. If you're not sure about what's going on in Baker Mayfield, and I'm not sure how cap-restrictive they are, but if you're Aaron Rodgers, you're looking at weapons, you're like, man, I got all the weapons in the world in Cleveland. Yeah. Why wouldn't Cleveland be somewhat of a choice? Because, I mean, listen, because he may prefer living in Denver over Cleveland, but I'll say this. I'm rooting, I'm rooting, guys, for the Broncos just because I need to see a division with Rodgers, Mahomes, Herbert, and Derek Carr all in I got to see it. I want to live to see that, right? Like, oh, my God, you know how absurd that is, the quarterbacking in one division? Because there'd be never, ever a division like that before in the history of football. Would you want Not with all four. Would you want to be in a division like that? I was in a division like that, wasn't I? No, not really, huh? No. And but, also, you but make the choice to you didn't go have the to quarterback either. Chicago, no. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Can they win? That's all that really yeah. matters. I don't give a damn with a stack. The North, the AFC North is strong, except at the back end of it, you got Ben. Yeah. Because you got Burrow. Well, Baker was doing all right, but then That's all of a sudden that kind of went south. It's not that strong, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, no, it's not that strong. But I was trying to think the AFC. I was in there with Jim Kelly. Mm. No, in a division, though. I'm, I'm saying I was in the division with Jim Kelly, but my Dan Marino – Oh, uh, yeah, but ooh, that's, that's up there. But who was your quarterback? Neil that O'Donnell year? was, but Neil yeah. O'Donnell had just went to the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, Neil O'Donnell could play, yeah. And then Drew Bledsoe was in New England. That's pretty good. Okay. That's, what, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's I'm pretty like, wait good. A minute, well, what you, you know what? I got to rethink that because Marino and Kelly in the same division. Marino, you're right. Kelly, Bledsoe, all three of them have been to the Super Bowl. But is that the same as Rodgers, Mahomes, and Herbert? 
Think of what I just said, though, Max. I, 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 you're right. It's giving it run. Two, two Hall of Famers, three quarterbacks that have four quarterbacks. Hell, all of them in the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Super Bowl Think true. about it. Bledsoe it's went insane. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Kelly, four Super Bowls. Marino, Super Bowl. Neil O'Donnell, Super Bowls. You know what it is for me? I look at Rodgers and Mahomes as if I had to say, who are the two best you've ever seen? Forget about everything else. Just like your eyeballs say those two guys. I'd say Rodgers and Mahomes. See, but you would say that, but then I could ask somebody else, and they say Marino Machine and Gun Kelly was ridiculous yeah, as yeah. well as Marino. But you're saying Rodgers and Mahomes are in that category with Dan Marino, right? And Dan oh, yeah, Marino's for that sure. That one yeah. name that makes yeah, you go, whoa. Sure. Yeah, so for you have sure. two of those names with Justin Herbert has the potential to be in that category as well. Or That's at least or at least the Jim Kelly yes, category, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, what? At he, bare minimum, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Kelly was not bare minimum. Wait a minute. First of all, I'm saying bare minimum to do with the four damn Super Bowl. He took it right back. That's why I just said I take it back. I said I take it back. He took it right back. But no, I'm saying think about think about what you said though, Max. Yeah. In that division. Yeah. Those guys are good. But the division that I was in the AFC East. No, you make a case. That was. I had to think about it. You're right. Wait a minute, man. That doesn't. Them it, dudes was sick, even though Neil O'Donnell didn't work out for the Jets. Yeah. He did lead a team to the Super Bowl it's, in Pittsburgh. It's recency bias because, like, you hear Neil O'Donnell now. Yeah. Uh, even Drew Bledsoe, you're like, okay, but when you hear Herbert. Oh, Young Bledsoe no, was, no, no doubt, Bledsoe no was Herbert. He was, he, right. He, yeah. that, that's what I'm saying, recency bias. Young Bledsoe was thought about the way we're thinking about Herbert now, who hasn't done anything yet, really. He hasn't, like, oh, the team hasn't been to the playoffs, and, nothing. And I'm sure I could probably – as we as we think about this throughout the day, I'm sure I could think of some divi- the division, you know, again that will tell me, okay, these quarterbacks are in the, the point divide. is you have to scour history yeah. to find yeah. a comparable thing. I really wish you had a podcast back then so I can hear your thoughts every time you played against Marino or Bledsoe or all these guys. Only I mean, thing I remember <laughs> Marino was a fake spike. That was you know I was young, I was in college at the time. My teammate Aaron Glenn was a corner who's a defensive coordinator at the Detroit Lions right now. But he was a young – I think A.G. was either in his first or second year and the fake spike was born. Mm. It was like timeout, clock, clock, clock. And then all of a sudden Marino faked it and A.G. wasn't looking and bam, Man. touchdown. And it's like, oh, God. And, that, right. and everybody started doing it since then. You bring up podcasts. Tune in to the ESPN Daily Podcast, bringing you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily, available wherever you enjoy your podcasts. How important, guys, is tonight for Baker Mayfield's long-term future with the Browns? Oh, I don't know. You guys brought it up. One dude's getting $18 million over three years. The other, Case Keenum, the other dude, Baker's looking for, what, $200 million? <laughs> And he better be getting you better results. Here's ESPN's, uh, ESPN Cleveland's Aaron Goldhammer. Case looks as good or better than Baker in this offense. I think it will affect how those contract negotiations go, and it's going to light everybody. If Case has good chemistry with Odell and Odell plays, that is a total powder keg for our show. Oh, mm-hmm. could you imagine? Mm-hmm. By the way, something's going to happen. Either Bridgewater is going to look good or bad in his future, depending on Aaron Rodgers, all that. And with the Broncos, it's a short week. Or. They're going to win with Case Keenum, and it's going to be a whole thing. Or they're going to lose, and Baker's going to look better. Key, yeah, it, it's going to. This is going to be an interesting watch tonight. Not only tonight, but just as we move forward, because the decision to pay Baker Mayfield, I'm never one to talk about a guy's money. I want him to get as much money as he possibly can get. Back up the Brink truck and give it to him. But I also know the reality of the National Football League. They are looking for value. They're not looking to pay you. They're looking to pay you less. 
that is the reality of it. And if Case Keenum goes out there and he does what he's capable of doing within Kevin Stefanski's offense, now you have a question mark on whether or not he's the guy in the short term to lead the team forward. Relatively young at the quarterback position. We're seeing him play late into their 40s now with Tom Brady, which is an outlier. But Case Keenum did lead the Minnesota Vikings in a backup Had role a great year. to the playoffs. And familiarity will certainly make a coach feel good, Jay. Max, how much do you think Denver is favored by tonight? Two and a half points. They're not favored. They're not favored in this game. It's Cleveland. Cleveland is minus two. Like, what does that tell you? Like, look, I love Vegas. I always say always paying attention to Vegas. But with all the injuries, all the people out for Cleveland, (laughs) that's the kind of stuff that starts to make you think now. It makes you think. You know, let me tell you what this makes me think of. We talk about brands and all this and middle-class quarterbacks. I look at Case Keenum. The guy who replaced him, Kirk Cousins, who got paid, Baker Mayfield, who wants to get paid, and Teddy Bridgewater, who they're playing tonight, as all in the same basket, right? You can order them how you want, but they're all more or less in the same basket. They are professional starting NFL quarterbacks. None of them are exactly who you want as your franchise quarterback, but you could win with them, maybe. Yeah, all good pretzels. Yeah. They're all good pretzels. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know. Because there's a, there's a box where you got four or five guys, the Dak Prescott's of the world, obviously Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, I've said it before, healthy Russell Wilson. Then there's another box where you got Kyler Murray and you got Lamar kind of like in that. They're right there underneath Different those kinds dudes. Of quarterbacks. Then you got another one that everybody else is in. Yeah. And you can pick and choose from all those other guys. Then you got the bottom feeders at the bottom, which is the two of types that you're like, ah. I would know. expand that first box and say they're probably eight, Eight to ten quarterbacks, if you include Kyler and Lamar, as, See, I'm as not, special. They're, they're special. That's why yeah, they got their own. What I'm saying is, guys, you underneath want. though, I would put them off to the yeah, side. Off oh, to the side. Put, okay, yeah, here. Yeah. I'm gonna move it to the side. There you go, but, Jay. but here, the, but in terms of the number <laughs> of quarterbacks that you say, these guys, you are good at quarterback. You are happy. That's your franchise quarterback. Maybe eight to ten guys, probably something like that. And then you have the next group before you get to the replacement yeah. level guys. No, I get it. Yeah. All the guys we just talked about are in that middle group somewhere. Yeah. Like you could bring up what Sam Darnold looks like with Carolina. He looks pretty good. Daniel Jones for stretches. But they're but in those that, guys they're in, in that, that box. group yeah. somewhere. No, they're, they're in that box. One might be slightly a tick above. Yeah. One slightly a tick below. AFC East. Vinny Testaverde. Yeah. Peyton Manning. Oh. Jim Kelly had retired. Drew Bledsoe. Okay. And there's one more. Oh, and Dan Marino. Yeah, see, once you get Marino and Kelly, any iteration, yeah, any Peyton other Manning, combination is going to be Peyton other- Manning yeah. in 98, Vinny Testaverde, uh, Danny Marino. What year was Peyton you know, drafted? 98. Not, yeah, so, not, so that, but he wasn't any that's, good that's yet. When, yeah. Yeah, that's when no, he was but still, though. I mean, no, but I'm talking about still, level of I, play, I, I, not just brand new. Yeah. No, 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 not as a rookie. No, not as a, he threw picks, but yeah, I mean yeah. he was good. He just had a lot of things going on around him. It wasn't a very good team. I'm talking about level of quarterback play if Rodgers is on the Broncos. That I really think if it's not number one, it is in the discussion, but I think it's number one. Rodgers and Mahomes in the same division is even better to me than Marino and Kelly. You're crazy. I think it is. Oh God, I gotta get up and go. I don't by the way, Marino, you could put in that it, who would you take between Marino, Mahomes, and Rodgers? They're all the same. Right. Okay, he's in that category. Jim Kelly, maybe not exactly. The same. No, you think Jim Kelly is the same as, as Patrick Mahomes? He led 
18 to four to straight. Four straight Super Bowls. I'm not questioning Jim Kelly's greatness. I'm saying there are degrees of greatness. I, man, I can't. That right there, I don't know what else. I don't even know what to say there. Yeah. That's just a first take argument coming because I can't, I can't <laughs> help this. Don't look at me. I got nothing for you. For? I'm, I'm leaving this one alone. Wait, you can you rank, you rank I, the greatest I, basketball players, right? I, no, this is, this is key. He's an he's yeah. expert in the NFL, not me. You ain't going to no, have me trending start- on Twitter. <laughs> Hell no. Why not? It's, it's okay to trend on Twitter for the right reasons. The greatest quarterbacks. Hell no. That's key. No, Go ahead, but when you, I'll rank the greatest quarterbacks in my opinion. No, it's his opinion. It's fine. But all I'm saying is when you got a two. That go to four straight, not four. I'm talking about straight. Four straight. Whether you win, lose, whatever the case may be, yeah, Norwood, right. Phil, go missed all that yeah. Giants win. Yay. Yeah. I get that. But when you go to four, I mean, come on, man. Do you think, yeah, no it's, early, do you think it's early for Mahomes for you to put him in that bucket? No, Mahomes, they're all the same. I, what I'm saying is I'm, this. I'm Here's the difference between Mahomes and I, – this is how I look at all athletes. I look at them how they did next to their contemporaries. That's it. So, like, as I said the other day, you can time. The one sport you measure objectively is track and field. We know all these dudes are faster than all those dudes in the past. But we don't – the 10th best sprinter in the world, we would never compare to Jesse Owens because he's getting dusted or he's getting beaten by nine other dudes. Jesse Owens was beating everybody. So I just look at how you did in your time. So so let me ask you this. Jim Kelly – well, let me just finish the thought real quick. Jim Kelly was never looked at as that is the number one dude in the game. Patrick Mahomes has been in the in the league three years. I don't know that Jim Kelly was never looked at that way. I if don't he, know. Okay, if he was, I mean, I remember as a kid. I was too much of a puppy. Same, but I remember it wasn't like there was – Dan Marino was different, right, and, in terms of his talent. Joe Montana won the most. That was usually the argument. Patrick Mahomes, since he started full-time in his second season, has been in every argument for best player in the yeah. game. So I think that but that's he a, and that's his a time, media-driven narrative, and people just go with it. it. It look, man, when you start talking about them, it's almost like me saying to you, "Would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or Troy Aikman?" Patrick Mahomes. See, I got to get up and go. Patrick Mahomes. I, I by the way, not. clearly Patrick Mahomes. They're all the same, Max. They're not all the Troy. same. They're so, all the so same. All the, so Troy wait. Aikman is one of the greatest quarterbacks sure. to lace them up. So are you saying? Wait. So that argument just because means, you put. Patrick Mahomes above him because that's your taste and that's the Kool-Aid flavor you like. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't but mean that. I want, I want to extend this to its logical conclusion. It was logical it seems for to me. me yeah, it se- no, I'm not saying it's illogical. <laughs> I want to take it all the way to what the implications are. It seems to me you are saying that at a certain level of quarterbacking, you really can't get any better. There's a limit at which this is as well as someone can play quarterback and that the great ones have all achieved – the uppermost level, and after Absolutely. that, there's nothing higher. You can – okay, so here's what I'm going to say to you as, as a not, guy. That's not the case in basketball. Right. Not you cannot look at statistics because everybody's games and systems and all of those sort of things different. are different. Yeah. Troy Aikman to the playmaker. Line up on the outside edge of the numbers and run a skinny post, hit it at 12. Rhythm. Bam. I don't know that Patrick Mahomes can make that throw. Don't know that. Troy Aikman may not be able to make the blind throw, but does it mean that horses I Horses would... for courses is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, horses for courses. Do you okay. have yes. the greatest quarterback of all time, Key? No, I don't have the greatest of anything okay. of all yeah. time. Because yeah. what, have I, what have I always said about the greatest? Is that I've enjoyed everybody. Yeah, because I can't you. put Michael Jordan ahead of LeBron James. I can't do it. And I can't put LeBron ahead of Michael or Kobe or Shaq ahead. Because when you talk about basketball, I start with one guy. Kareem Abdam-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. That's it. 19 All-Stars. 
the championship, the number one guy in scoring. So you you enjoy all of it. Not to mention UCLA High School here in Basically Brooklyn. Basically never lost a game. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Like, come on. But, but hold on. History. But sports is all about creating a hierarchy. Even, and, and you but may how do think, you do that? That's the question. Is it about championships? Is it about raw talent? Because there's a lot of people that have the raw talent that don't have the accumulation of championships. But people like to say, hey, you won six championships, so you're the best of all time. Or is that you're the greatest oh, yeah, winner yeah. of all time in that sport? I can't, I can't do that. That's what I'm saying. There's different degrees. and I think they've been parsed that way more so now. I think that championships in sports where the best team wins, which is not always baseball, sometimes not football, you know who had, you that's know who one had, thing. Championships in basketball, best team usually wins. You know who had the best arm talent to ever play the game? Dan Marino. No. Who? Jeff George. Jeff George is up there for sure. Uh, Pure arm talent. Yeah. yeah, so you see how yeah. I did that? Or No, no, yes. arm strength or arm talent? Talent, strength, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I think talent is also whatever a catchable ball, whatever precision, everything. you want to call it. But guess how many games he won? Yeah. <laughs> right? Not, I mean, as like, mu- not as many that, as so Tom like, Brady, eh, for example. Yeah. Eh, <clears throat> All right. Jay there Cutler, are, there are two elite athletes. Y'all got that. On whom we keep moving the goalposts. <laughs> we'll tell you who they are next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.